Thank you for downloading the Racist Recap. If you want to join in on the conversation live, we record these Sundays, 7 p.m. Eastern at RacistRecap.com. If you're listening afterwards, feel free to chime in on the YouTube video itself or on social using the hashtag RacistRecap. And we'll find you. Enjoy the show. Hey there, what do you say there, world? Welcome back for another incredible episode of the Racist Recap. It's Amazing Race, Season 33, Episode 4. The after the blip episode, the pandemic redemption episode, the episode that everybody figured out who wasn't going to be there, why they weren't going to be there. But we're getting the inside information and we'll get to them. We got my friend and the one who gives us some credibility, Dr. James Earl Corley. Join us. Hey, guys. We got James Earl Jones. Give us a voice. Give me one James Earl Jones moment. Come on. I, I'm way too gay for that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you can hit that deep voice. <laughs> uh, we got the guy who gets us censored on YouTube, my man Joey Cavino. Uh, What's up, everyone? And I just want to call to your attention Sam High and her beautiful husband, Quadzilla. Those big legs, big shoots. And of course, the team that I was very upset didn't come back as they I put them in my top three. Sam and Connie, how are you? Nice. Doing good. He yeah. has to say that because we're on the show. That we're no, there's video evidence. There's video. Oh, I have <laughs> I know, I know. You I'm telling you, it was a good pick. We would have got better as the, the course went. Hundred percent, hundred percent. As you guys work together as a team, because I'm not. I know you guys are a team when it comes to being parents, but competition i don't know if you guys have ever competed together doing stuff Never. you know so yeah. learning the game yeah we yeah improve and uh, i could definitely uh i could definitely empathize with you because you know we got the call to be on the show and then two days later diana found out she was pregnant so we couldn't get on so it was like this dream come true we're going on all stars at 10 to <gasps> just the wind sucked back out of you so it's like Ooh. but you know it's a baby and Right. It's a joyful moment. What you gonna yeah, do? Yeah, I mean, we wouldn't change anything about that. You know, we we tried to have kids for, what, seven years? Yeah. Oh, wow. And to be honest with you, and we told other people this, that being on that show, it rekindled our relationship. Like, you know, we were still, you know, we still loved each other, but it, have, it helped us have a different respect for one another that we had to make it in life because it forces you to make it on that show. And mm -hmm. it did something to our marriage that, you know, when I got back, I told everybody she couldn't take her hands off me. And um, <laughs> I was about to say, we heard you on the show telling her to run in front of you so you could check out her ass. So we heard that. Like, that, that made it on the show. Okay? I ain't going to lie. I've done that a few times. I, I try to blame it on like carrying her bag. I was like, baby, give me your bag. But I kind of wanted her to get out in front that motivated me. Like, <laughs> I'm going to catch that right there. No, but we really appreciate you guys coming on. Um, we're going to kick off the episode. If anytime you want, to stop us feel free to stop us um anytime you want to chime in cut me off uh, i'm i'm just used to rattling on until somebody cuts me off <clears throat> all right so the episode is the restart we're going to the uh, saint gallian cathedral in switzerland which is one of the most beautiful countries in the world where you guys got to experience a real starting well where the other teams got to experience a real starting line uh finally instead of being at home and running to an airport and then just you know, sitting on an airplane and going to London and not even really getting a real start. Um, two teams that were eliminated got invited back because Ray and Caro, Anthony and Spencer, Taylor and Isaiah, Sam and Connie could not make it. Uh, and they since put out videos, and we were wrong about one of them, one of the teams. Ray and uh, Caro, they did break up, but Caro is the first non-American citizen to ever be on the show, 
And uh, now you see why they only let American citizens because she was a German citizen and had visa problems, so she could not come back on the show. Uh, Anthony, yeah, that's amazing because we had no idea about that either. Like she's awesome. You would, I thought she was, you know, American and no accent. Yeah, that, yeah, no accent or nothing. Like both of our last names are German names as well, so we kind of related well with her. She she was really cool, but yeah, we had no clue that she was actually a non-citizen. I didn't know that. Is she a military brat or something or? Uh, no, she could have been. She would have dual citizens. No, she, she, her dad was a, just a traveler. They were just travelers. Like she's, she lived in like four or five different countries at some point. And <clears throat> the re, the only way that I could tell she wasn't an American citizen is because if she was like from New York, then Carol would have got his neck broke on that show for the way he was talking to her. And yeah. she was just way oh too God. sweet. She was just way too sweet. And I'm like, how is she? How does she maintain her composure? And I guess you know <laughs> <laughs> that stuff that you you get from other countries. You know, growing That's right. up, because like, she was like so sweet to him, even when he was a dick, like that dude. And he's and he's super. Like when you meet him in person, he's super sweet. Like he's he always great, has a smile on his face. Yeah, he does. He's yeah. a charmer, though. He got that great grill. You know, he just, I mean, the smile is beautiful. The smile is a beautiful smile, but he's he's got the, the that under pressure side. But that comes with age, and he's probably the, the youngest. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, because you didn't see how much under pressure I was under. <laughs> yeah, I see. And you know, it costs us thirty minutes to show um, because I learned, you know, happy wife, happy life. So even though I knew she was wrong, I just did the wrong thing multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> That's where me and you were different. I, can I, can I say that you were just walking around England and yelling out Bobby <laughs> over Bobby. and over. Right. And over. Right. I, I got to tell my honest opinion on this. Like, listen, this is, we got set up on that show multiple times and we still rallied back. But people don't understand. Like, I saw an officer of the law and, you know, that's a great person to ask questions, I thought, because they know a lot of information. As soon as I go talk to him, I got my hand slapped. Do not talk to them. Like, we're not supposed to talk to cops and stuff. I was like, really? I was like, okay, so... The whole time I ran around, I, I recognized that guy. He looked different, but that's why I was yelling out. Hopefully he, he would like look at me. And eventually he said something. I got close enough and he said something. That was kind of funny though. The, the Bobby. You know, Bobby. I thought that I told everybody we we're gonna name our son Bobby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bobby. Bobby Rock. Nah, little that's Elijah. Right, I like Elijah better than Bobby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Anthony and Spencer, uh, we thought that there was an injury involved, but it turns out that Anthony actually got a new job. He got promoted, and he couldn't take the time off, which kind of stinks because they were definitely one of the favorites to win a million dollars. So I hope that job is like a really good job because a million dollars can oh. – there's, there's nothing like, is, there's always jobs. Like <laughs> when mom and I got on the show, she went to her boss initially and was like, Hey, I need this all, time off of work. And he was like, well, we're not giving it to you. And she went, well, I'm using my PTO or I'm putting my two weeks notice in. So you decide. Yeah. I had a similar situation at the place I was working. I was working at a, um, a school that, you know, I knew I wasn't going to be there long-term and the County made it very difficult for me to leave, but you know, I was able to do it. And uh, it was a blessing where I'm at now they would let me go in a heartbeat. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of crazy how the school system is at wherever you're at. Yeah, it definitely makes a difference. I don't understand. My whole life, I just, if I was going to go somewhere, I would, I would, I couldn't have work tell me, no, you can't go. And like, this is what I'm doing. 
you have to fucking deal with it. <laughs> and like, it's like, yeah, he's I, the censor guy. We're going to put a censor on this. <laughs> oh, yeah. This, yeah, this, this, this is tame. YouTube, YouTube doesn't understand what he's saying anyway, so half the time they don't block it. Which is, <laughs> that helps. <laughs> Justin just lost another $14. Another four, yeah. My, my damn $14. If you guys don't see his Delta Indian Lima Foxtrot, that's a DILF shirt. If you just means, you know, dad, I'd like the <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> I see that he's been trying to like get it on the screen. Sam, so. Sam you know, Sam, I'm going to send you one. You know, you want one. I do kind of want. I kind of want one now with the hair to go with that. I'm, oh yeah, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. back. I'm back. This uh, this shirt was sent to me by by Kendra Carroll, who's in the thing. I was supposed to have dinner with her and her family tonight, so I apologize. I couldn't be there, guys. Yeah, because of last like week's her son so. now wants to play bagpipes. So. This is a learning experience here on the uh, races recap. Same. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, Taylor and Isaiah, uh, um, they actually flew out there to start the race. And like a day after they got there, they they got the call from back home saying um, that Taylor's big brother had passed away from COVID. And the family, you know, my family would have been different. Like, there's no way my family would have even let me come back. But oh, my yeah. family wouldn't have even called me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But certainly, you know, I can't, <clears throat> I can't you know, comment on people's families and how tight and close they are, but they felt that they needed to go back and be with their families rather than run on. Which the I did race. too. Which, I 100% I, did and support that. Absolutely. I can't knock anybody for it. Yeah. I would, I would 100% support that. I wouldn't do it. Right. Me neither. I, but it, I would, I completely support that a hundred percent. That's it's awesome that they did that, that they sacrificed something that they really wanted for their family. And I think and he, so awesome. he knew that his brother had COVID before he went back. And uh, he thought he was getting better. Yeah, you know, and, uh, I guess you know he turned for the worst, and you know I hate that for him. But yeah, that's that is crazy. And uh, Sam and Connie, um, how they just decided they didn't want to come back. Yeah, how pre <laughs> how pregnant were you when you got the call? Ooh, so I was seven months pregnant. Oh, you were really Four. pregnant. Yeah, there was. Yeah, yeah. You, you would have been waddling on the race. Right. <laughs> she tried to say she would go back. I'm I said, glad. I said, baby, I, they don't allow wheelbarrows. <laughs> <laughs> My wife was three days pregnant. She's like, I'm not going. There's no way. Just like, there's no way I'm going. I don't want to lose this baby. So, you know, first baby. She's like, but that would have been a little comical seeing like Connie waddle up the, the, the ropes on the mountain. <laughs> Still passing Sherry. Uh, no. Hey, Sherry is probably the sweetest person on the she entire No, show. listen. Them two we did it. are incredible humans. Like the stuff that they've did, even when the COVID hit and they, this, their program got shut down, they found a way to open it back up and feed tens of thousands of people, not just kids, but people in their neighborhoods and the people that really deserve, like needed it because COVID hurt a lot of people and a lot of jobs and a lot of money was lost. And they're incredible humans, but they're terrible racers. So I, this is a show where we judge racers. We don't judge humans. We judge no, the racers. Sam, our viewers know this. And we like to always recap this at the start of the season. Like, Everyone in this podcast has been on the race and know what it's like and know the pressures. Mm -hmm. We're not judging people on who they are. We're judging, judging them on how they race. Yeah, absolutely. And they don't race well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we were ripping, and we have a little message uh, that we, we, you know, we talked to all the people on our race and uh, we were ripping that. I'm like, man, you're a dirt. You're a jerk <laughs> to your wife, man. We were all killing him. He was just like, chill. <laughs> and Ray, Ray Fletcher asked, are you allowed to tell work why if they sign an NDA? Well, technically we don't sign an NDA. We do sign a contract of some sort that says they can sue us for the production cost of the episode. It's never actually been enforced. That's just to scare you. Um, but you, they actually tell you you can tell your boss 
because a lot of bosses need to know. Um, so yeah. you could tell your boss and you could tell like a parent or a significant other. Um, those are like the only yeah, people. Yeah, because that'd be need. something funny, like dropping all our kids off at my mom. Hey, mom, uh, watch these kids for a month. You know? Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back. We're going on vacation. <laughs> uh, and I mean, there's so many people who are affected by uh, COVID. Uh, Lulu and Lala's grandma, who you saw on the first episode, she went and she eventually passed away from... Um, from COVID, Mike and Mo, Mike's grandmother passed away as well um, the week before coming on the race. Uh, so he almost like didn't come, but his family was was like, my family would have been like, no, my grandma would want you to be, be on that show. She'd want you to finish it. So he 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 came on with a very heavy heart as well. So there was a lot of lot of people being affected by COVID. So I can totally understand like not coming back um, because of certain. It's crazy. I mean, to hear the news like. Cause we didn't really know, know nothing that was going on, and all of a sudden they pull us out there, and I'm like, "Oh, this is not good. We got to suspend the race." I was thinking about something like that. Gum it, yeah. Like we were going to start in our stride. It, it's terrible because you you do so much to prepare to leave. Like yeah. people yeah. don't know how much you have to do to leave. Like especially when you we know, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know. And it's just very difficult having kids. Uh, you have to do stuff with your job. Um, you're already losing that time. It's hard to like ask for that time back. They'll be like, oh no, it's a process to get back to work early. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's like- also a scary moment because COVID had just hit and nobody knew anything about nothing of what it was. So it was new to everybody. Yeah, it, it was, it, it was a- too, is I remember when your race was shutting down, like, you know, most of us are friends with some of the cameramen and the production crew and the producers mm-hmm. on Facebook. And a lot of them had come back and had COVID when they got back. Like yes. I remember at least three or four of the Tamra crew mm-hmm. and Soundman like had COVID. Yeah. A lot of them too were worried about getting back. Cause they were just oh, closing borders and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We I don't know if we're allowed to say it, but I I, I felt like Ryan had COVID. He <laughs> the did last day that he raised. He did. Like he, I think he Brian had COVID in 2016, too. Now, they needed (laughs) – them two probably needed to start with COVID. They can run like gazelles, both of them. Ryan and Ryan. Ryan. I mean, good Lord, they need some type of handicap. I mean – Well, those are the cameramen and the sound guys that you want. So we we have talked about this in the past. There are some cameramen – who can run and they run backwards with the thing on it like this and they're beating you in a race backwards and then there's other cameramen eh. connie and sam do they still let y'all like hold the camera before the race to like show you what they're carrying yes oh yeah it's heavy yes yeah they try to like tell you that they're like hey you know they're carrying this but they will keep they'll keep up i think they'll make it you know, they, they'll figure out a way. Mm-hmm. I think one of them was on roller skates. <laughs> <laughs> Probably check Peter. He's like, <laughs> uh, all right. So there, there, there was an unaired speed bump that we'll talk about here. There was a lot of people questioning whether there would be a speed bump from the two eliminated teams that came back. There actually was, and it looked like it was actually really fun. I'll show you some pictures from it. And it's already been talked about by numerous people. There's pictures out there, so it's not anything that's a secret. Um, uh, and, this uh, episode takes place, I believe it was on a Sunday, which in, in European cities, especially this country, uh, most of this is shut down. There's nobody out in the streets, and it wasn't because of COVID. It's usually because businesses are closed, and there's nothing to do out there. It's a, it's a, a Sunday is a day of rest, and people there's nobody walking around. And that's why when people take off and they're running around the streets, the streets are just empty. There's nobody to ask for directions. And uh, the first thing that they had to do is run 0.6 miles to a museum. Uh, and from there, there's three buses. One takes three teams, and then the other two take two teams. 
And of course, the teams that are the cream always rises to the top. The, the, you know, it's the it, this is the episode where you see, okay, people go back and people get better. But if everybody goes back and gets better, then it's pretty much an even playing field again. So it's the same thing: people just getting better at and better and better. It's, I still stand by that. You took a lot of that that upper middle meets, and they didn't come back. I still think there's two distinct groups with the group with the seven that we have. Yeah. yeah. I, because yeah, I think you took that upper middle meat out, honestly. Like, I, yeah. I think you know, Connie did, and Sam um, were starting to hit their stride. You had yeah, Spencer we, and Anthony. I guess if you did the math on it all, we were going into the new part of the season after COVID. We were probably the fourth ranked best team behind Anthony, uh, Spencer, you know, Kim and Penn, and then Ryan and Dustin. We would have yeah. been, like, if you did that, yeah. we were the next. Yep. Guys in line, I guess. And uh I mean Anthony and Sp- Anthony can run. Spencer got in so serious smart. shape, you know. You know right away when you meet these who you're can who who you're gonna struggle against and who you're gonna have to beat. You you start strategizing like, man, do we have to U turn one of these guys? Do we need to partner up with maybe a group to kind of push ourselves past someone and maybe try to U turn one of those teams that we don't want to see in the final three? You know, there's things that go through your head, the strategy I know that you guys are all about. Yeah. I mean, you have to think that stuff because when when Anthony and Spencer and Dusty and Ryan, it looked like they had a partnership going yeah. right right from the get-go. Those are two fast teams, and they're not just all athletic and not witty. They're witty people, so they're able to figure things out quickly. So that's a dangerous duo, you know. But to me, they're the same exact team. <clears throat> They both they, they, they both represent the same exact team. So in a way, for me, they are going to almost cancel out each other. And especially if they run together, then they're going to make the same mistakes together. And that's when teams like, you know, you 2 and Kim and Penn, who rely on more than just that athletic ability, and you know that before you go in. It's not just an athletic thing. i got to be smarter than the other teams. Well, yeah. I, I'll go ahead. And, I mean, can we say certain things? I don't know. Like, the, the day that we had the self-drive day, yeah. I knew Penn and Kim were like the team, hey, you know, we had a kind of like a little deal like, Raquel and Kayla and Penn and Kim, we all got on the same flight together. So we were able to communicate. Yeah. Now they showed them meeting up, mm-hmm. but they, we were already there at the airport and uh, we were able to communicate with them. And I, I realized that that dude's got like a photographic memory. He's, he's got some things together and like a self-drive day. We were following him. That sucker smacked somebody in the first mile. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. And so we had a drift out ahead. He hit a human he or he hit a car. <clears throat> Huh? He hit another human or a car? Another car. Oh, because like, that, that's just, happened just, dozens of times. And there's, there's he been. Just, he just scraped it. And the guy was like, oh, it's a piece of, sh-. you know, like, move on. You're fine. And I was like, oh, shoot. Like, what? And, and, and for anybody watching, if something like that happens, it's up to the person that you hit whether you can leave or not. It's not up to you. Mm-hmm. Like, if you hit, you can't just run. Uh, if the exactly. person allows you to go, then you go. Just like on our season, uh, one of the cousins knocked down a motorcycle. And, <laughs> and uh, the people who. You know, they messed up the motorcycle. They let them go, so they were allowed to just move on. If they not, they didn't. on the self drives in my season hit everything with the lottery. Every time he got behind a wheelie, <laughs> who, who is this, Joey? Uh, the big redheaded dude with, with the, the beard. beard. Oh, yeah. yeah. okay. He hit. I, when I tell you, hit everything. They only showed, I think, one. But every time you go up behind the wheel, he's like, "Dude, I hit another car." <laughs> Uh, all right so the root info says uh that like i'm not going to go into too many mileage on this because some things seem like they were 60 miles away according to google maps and some things were like 20 miles so i don't know if that's actually correct uh, because i I didn't confirm that but this looked like the first place that you had to go was about 20 miles away 
Um, but that was what the bus took you to, so you wouldn't they wouldn't get lost. Um, and this is where you got to go to the cable cars. And here is where the you need to understand like people like me, people like Kim. Kim is the female version of me. If you guys, but she has a much better attitude. She was in the car, in the bus, taking notes as they were going up the hills, rights, lefts. She's had her own directions, so she didn't have to stop and ask people for directions. She was writing the directions down that the bus did uh, to go up to the hills. So, so when they got back in the cars, if they got in cars, that they would be able to drive without asking for directions. That is yeah. some insider races recap, like super fan moves, like that stuff that will help you win the race, which is why. I really believe Kim and Penn are going to win this race because ultimately it's going to come down to smarts and they are the... I honestly, I honestly don't know who won, but like if it is self-drive stuff the rest of the way because of COVID, I could see them doing something like that because you don't want to get in taxis because of COVID, you know, all these different things. I could see something like that going forward and I would probably pick like Penn and Kim to have a, you know, going in before that, I would say Ryan and Dusty yeah. would have this chance because there's different things going on. But now if the game shifts, I would say Penn and Kim do have a, a slight advantage on everybody. Yeah, they've, they've just shown, they've had these little brief glimmer moments that just show yeah. you they are in it to win it. Yeah. And they Gingel, know what do you, they're doing. Gingel, do you think yeah. you, do you think they're, they'll set themselves up for a U-turn now though? Because Mm. When you look too at nice. them, those people are too nice. I don't know. I don't nah, know. They, I, there's people, there's people that, that, you know, we're around them enough that we know that, all right, they're, they're very successful and they're, they're, they're very funny, but these other people want to beat them because, you know, like you have like Raquel and Kayla who are like regular folks like us and the million dollars is a lot different. I know million dollars is a lot to anybody, but yeah. maybe depending Kim, it might not be as much. So they're going to be hungry. They'll do whatever it takes to win, you know, going forward. So. Yeah, I I, just, I I don't see it. I just don't see them getting U-turn. If, if the only I, team that I would U-turn them, I think, is Ryan and Dusty. Ryan and Dusty are going to see it, and Ryan and Dusty are always in front of them because they they are smart. They do their tasks awesome, but they're always kind of middle of the pack until the end. They always pull away at the end because they do the task right. But it's kind of I don't know. I I think everyone's going to eye and Rusty Ryan and Dusty for the U-turn, but yeah. I think Ryan and Dusty going to get there first and U-turn them. We'll see. That's, We'll I don't think there's gonna be any U-turns. I don't think they have it in them. Quiet down, Sam, Connie. <laughs> well, they don't know. They weren't there. They weren't there. So they, it's not. They're not. You uh, know. She's the old sweetheart right here. She would U-turn me. She would. <laughs> we would have we got to the stop. You're U-turning. I'm going on without you. And I'm like, oh. I don't know. I just with the U-turn. I still think. I think it's different because we've all done it. That I think we would we would U-turn these people right in this situation. Oh in my our gosh. Minds, we're like, no, you got to. But we have to remember all of these people are first time racers. Like, and I feel like you kind of lose you don't you don't have as good a perspective for the finer details, right? And I feel like Kim and Penn aren't like this major threat that unless you like know the race and know what to look for, they're not a major threat, right? So no one's sitting on their couch being like, Oh my god, they're crushing it. You're looking at Ryan and uh Ryan and um Yeah, they came in Dusty fourth and, and fifth and then first I, and second. I, this past week I disagree with you there, James Earl, because there was something that I'll, I'll get into it later, but there was something there that I noticed right off the bat. And I'm like, these two work. And this is what I had with Connie and Sam at the beginning was they know each other. They know each other's good and bad. And I think they're going to, they're going to offset each other's good and bad mm -hmm. in a way that like someone like Ryan and Dusty or even Raquel and Kayla are going to see that from a distance and go, you know, they're a threat. They're kind of sitting back. They're kind of doing the Brooke and Scott type of thing. <clears throat> 
We'll see. Okay, so let's play this out. So, but honestly, let's, so they do it U-turn. Okay, Ryan and Dusty U-turn them. Kim and Penn are going to be next to the, the pack, right? So if I'm Kim and Penn, I have a lot of teams I can put up behind me. I can put yeah. Akbar and Cherie. Mm-hmm. They ain't going to beat me with a U-turn. <laughs> yeah. Right. But you know You know what? You know, too, that's a good point about the U-turn is there's so many continuation legs. They might get U-turn and still be racing. Yeah. Well, if, it, well you, could, you could get into a situation, though, like say it's Final Four and they got a U-turn set up. That would be the perfect time to try to get Penn and Kim if yeah. you feel like yeah. they're three. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden, they might be in a situation where they don't know who's behind them because there's only four teams and they yeah. they whiff on it. You know, you know that could that's be fair. That's very fair. Yeah. So this I one turned my mother in the final four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who wants I'm to? Telling you, y'all, y'all think I'm playing? My wife will you turn me in the race? It will be the first time ever. Where you turning him? Look at her. She <laughs> denied it. She's just like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> y'all think I'm lying? Am I lying? <laughs> <laughs> so who wants to take in the view you get this incredible drone shot that i absolutely love and i look for this stuff like that drone shot circling around as phil is like you can see six countries from here and pitney's naming countries like Liechtenstein that people didn't even know was a real country it's like he's like there's seven you know we could see six countries in this place and it's so absolutely beautiful one of those instagram photos instagram videos that you see in the reels and you're like wow i want to go there one day and they got to go there and the thing about Akbar and Sharia, everybody's like, how come he let her do it? Akbar is just as scared as heights of, of, of heights as Sharia is. They, don't let it fool you. He mentioned it. They're both chicken of chicken shit of heights. So Sharia was just the man enough she to step up. She volunteered for it too. So yeah. like, I, I, I commend her for like, horse by the reins, trying to take on the challenge. Like this wasn't something like he forced on her. No. Like, Let's be very clear about that. Now, I do have yeah. some qualms later that I want to pick on Akbar about, mm-hmm. like some major qualms at the end of this. But, like, she was trying to tackle this. She's like, I, I cannot falter for, like, trying to take the rain by the horses, mm-hmm. horse by the rain. <laughs> so it's sorry, I said it backwards. There you there. Go. I see you, James. I see how you're <laughs> there. Yeah. I mean, I. I know, like, Diana's afraid of heights, and she wanted to do bungee jumping and things like that, but that's not something that's going to take you time. That's something that you just get over it and you go. Like, this is one of those things that, because she was so scared, she was going, like, at just a snail's pace. Yeah, but pace. she didn't know what it was going to be. It yeah, but, but they, like knew they, they knew they had to go out there and get a clue. That was it. Yeah. Go out and get the clue. And I kind of agreed with it at first because I'm like, well, they're in, the, they're in you know, Switzerland. They're mm-hmm. in the Alps. There could be another one coming up. Maybe they would kind of say, well, let's get this one out of the way quickly because it's, it is a heist challenge, but it's not that terrible. Mm-hmm. But when I saw slow shoes going, I was like, oh, shit. But <laughs> on a side note, what do you think about that as part of a memory task? Name the six countries that you could see from Switzerland. That would, that would have been great. Uh, yeah. If, but yeah, that would have been that would have been serious, right? Where now, where would they have known? Task in the final three. Yeah, too. How, they, how would they have figured it out though? Like, Did, they, there's no one to ask. There's not a lot to look up. There's no flags unless the Amazing Race planted flags around, and then there's nobody's going to know the Liechtenstein flag. I, I mean, well, you I, don't need the flags. Just name the countries. But how would you know those? But how countries? would you figure it out? I don't know. Maybe they said it in the thing. It said, "Go to go to the spot where you can see these six countries." But we didn't, I didn't yeah. see the. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I no, thought it'd be cool. There, I just that view. That view was incredible. And the one thing about the race that I'm, I don't want to knock is that because we've all been to such beautiful places around the world, but you want to take two seconds and kind of look around yeah. and enjoy it, but you can't because you got like, I was in Milan and Venice and, and Lake Homo, and I can barely remember what it looks like because I was like, 
you know, like a yeah. nut. And it's and the I partners think got to agree. enjoy it. Their partners got What's to that? sit there. Their partners got to sit there and enjoy the view. So yeah, yeah, right. Now, what if is there ever been a situation like because we had some people on this show that were extremely large humans, like yeah. seven footers? They felt like and Akbar was one of them, mm-hmm. as long with the uh, Mike, Mike and Mo. Like those two guys are gigantic. Yeah. So yeah. is there situations where they can come to you know a roadblock yep. where you cannot do it because yes, of your size? There is. And, but what they do is on that front page where, you know, it says like, who's ready for the view. There's a line underneath it. That's that'll have like a note. You must be less than six, three to do this task. Cause they had it with like the globe trotters. It was on some roller. That could have happened. That could have happened to Sherry there too. hundred percent could have. Yeah. Flight I'm not, time. I'm not knocking Akbar there. Oh I'm, yeah. I'm not. And the heaviest person on this race was Mike. He was 270 pounds because he was, he was, uh, Getting ready that for that is a big dude. Yeah, the first time he went on, he was two forty, and, and when he came back the second time, he was two seventy because he gained thirty pounds of muscle because he became a professional bodybuilder. And I and I love him, but I would whoop his tail and arm wrestling. I promise to God, I would. Throw I, him. I thought you were gonna say you'd whoop his tail. I'd be like, I wouldn't want to fight that dude. I wouldn't want to fight. I watch that. over the top all the time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I would take his arm back. Well, I listened. I'd love to see it. To tell you the truth, I'd love to see it. But I, that's a human I would not want to piss off at any point in my <laughs> when life. He was sitting next to Mike on the, when he came back. I was like, oh my god, because it just didn't. I didn't really notice it much in that first episode. But when he was sitting there saying this is with a great chance a second chance and all that i was like look at the size of that guy's arms he looks like a funny fact right here we have like a picture on the inside of mike and mo training um and you know because they're officers and so they're doing training it's got mike you know kind of whooping up on mo and we're like dang mo this is what happened he's like i got him right where i want him like mo's a biter the little pit bull. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Sherry is going oh, 8,000 feet above sea level. It has a huge effect on you. And if you've never experienced it, this will knock the wind out of you. Like you start running and it's just like <gasps> you can't get enough oxygen. And if, if oxygen is there's a lot less oxygen when you're high, when you're that high up. Now, another potential super fan move. Ryan and Dusty actually trained for altitude training. They did hikes at 13,000 feet, which is 5,000 feet higher than this was. So they were 100% prepared for this. And you could tell by Ryan and his amazing calves that everybody kept talking about. But he was also in incredible physical shape. Didn't slow down once. He just kept running. Um, and that definitely, you could see, it paid off. because the, he, he it, it, did, it did. Did it really pay off? This is it where didn't. I think it didn't because when they got they were done 20 minutes before anybody else and they had to wait on the what the trolley type yeah. deal or whatever now if they Every, had, if they had made the trolley it would have paid off yeah they missed it by yeah. seconds exactly. but which which you oh, know they, they you could see the trolley leaving like it was it was still in the same shot while they were there so if they missed it by seconds like a minute at most they so they got to go as athletic as they are they got to go cliffhanger on it and jump on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, how bad do you want it you know but the, those are the little things that can make a big difference later you know just getting that little like one extra 30 seconds or a minute that he could have gotten on there and that would have been a huge uh, huge like that would have been huge yeah 10 to 20 minutes is what uh the stuff they saw i heard some people say 10 minutes ryan and dusty said 10 minutes on the screen kim and penn said 20 minutes so it's either 10 to 20 minutes uh, uh was was uh, the wait in between but everybody eventually caught up except akbar and sheree and they all got on the uh the the gondola going down also, is it? I, I think it's Sherry. I think we've been calling her Sherry for weeds. It's Sherry, right? It's Sherry. Yep, Sherry. Sherry. Okay. 
I've been doing it myself. I'm really trying to like. (laughs) Y'all are terrible, man. (laughs) This is a call from New York. I'm expecting a very important business call. I don't know if it's them, but should I answer it live? Let's see. Hold on. Hello? Live is smart, Justin. Okay. Most of the time, it's people asking for money. All right. Um, (laughs) You got to quit that gambling. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa Melissa just said in the chat, uh, how about uh, his calves, though? Yeah. He's got insane calves. if those That's cats all I could see for the entire episode with him, by the way. After they pointed that out, all I could see was that for the rest of the episode. <laughs> James Earl was sitting there going, seal clap. If those calves are any bigger, they'd be calves. <laughs> now. Well, it's funny. Him and Dusty are so close. Dusty on the pit stops, when they sleep, he sleeps on Ryan's calves. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the perfect, it's the perfect pillow for him. He told me. It's like a perfect neck brace. It's just <laughs> That's why they get so much endurance. That's why they're so rested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so check this out. Um there is some unseen footage that uh was in the bonus scenes uh that are on YouTube. Now they got into the cars here, right? And, and when you get into the cars, um there is the keys that are on the, the windshield, like right by the windshield wipers. That's where the keys were for these cars. Now these cars were those, those ones where you just have the keys in your pocket, you don't have to actually put it in and press start. Arun and Natalia got in the car without the keys and drove for like 30 miles with the keys and the keys were on the windshield wiper. Oh, Jesus. So when they got out of the car and he, he didn't put it in park. So when he shut the car off, he couldn't get it started again or couldn't get it started again to put it in park. And they were like, where are the keys? Well, we don't know where the keys are. There's supposed to be some keys. And then he looked on the clue and said, check the windshield. And it just so happened to get stuck there. Could you imagine if they drove and the keys just flew off? Car would have stalled and they would have never they found the keys. Mike and like, Mo would have made it on. Yeah. Then Mike and <laughs> Mo would have got it. Exactly. <laughs> Mike and Mo. That's what they, they needed. Rookwood they needed that. Yeah. Are we doing? Are we moving on from the roadblock? Because I have some thoughts about Akbar and Sherry that I really want to share. Oh, absolutely. We could uh, definitely do that. Uh, go for it. Yeah. yeah. James, is just before we get to next. No, go for so, it. I, I'm sorry. This is just my soapbox. And again, Connie and Sam, my the viewers know that like none of this is personal. I got you. The thing that absolutely drove me insane watching this is Sherry did the task. She did it to the best of her ability. Yep. Like, it's a tough task for her. It's something she doesn't want to do, but she did it. When she got back with the clue, when Akbar ripped that clue open, I saw such a defeated team. So if you looked at his face, if you go back and rewatch it, he he like really like slowly, passively rips it open. They're just like mopey as all get out and look at the clue. This is coming from someone. And I had to go back and look at our season and like look at the leads. Mom and I were at the back of the pad before the 10 leads we were on. And when I say back of the pad, I mean like scratching to stay alive. You I remember I watched you, yeah, we, we, we watched you struggle a little bit. <laughs> There's four of the 10 leads. Mom and I were the very pad to the pad. Now, since in the leads, we were just coasting along doing fine. But for the leads, we were clawing to stay alive. But we were fighting. Yep. There was never a point where we were just giving up, defeated. We're like, whatever. Even in France, when we were hours behind everybody, we didn't give up. We kept fighting. Yep. It drove me up the absolute wall when they're halfway through a lead and they're already defeated, accepting that they're in last place. And the, the reason that makes it worse is because they were both Division One athletes. Like, you don't stop. You don't give up. You don't stop playing in the fourth quarter because you're getting blown out. Like, you <laughs> did you watch the Super Bowl? Did you watch no. Tom Brady come back and beat these, like, the Atlanta and Falcons? Even the, like, yeah, even in the lead, Mom and I were eliminated. We started one hour behind every other team. 
Mm-hmm. We were literally an hour. I remember the producers being like, so all the non-alims are up. How are you going to feel about being an hour behind everyone else? <laughs> and mom and I lost by four minutes to Chris and Tiffany and sits to, or sorry, sits to Chris and Tiffany and four to the paparazzi. That's right. We closed almost an hour down. We yeah. And they hadn't done the speed bump yet at that point, right? No. So like, you know, you got some like fights. Just right. fight for it. Absolutely. Do you think the other teams knew that uh, Mike and Mo? And uh, Ron and Natalia, they had to do a speed bump going into this race. I don't think yeah, he must have Phil must have said it to them as as part of the beginning. And then they just edited it out for the show. And and I'm kind of bummed that they didn't put that in there because and hopefully they put it on the DVD or or somewhere because it's it's an integral part of the race. And I, I like that they did it. But I just wish they showed it somehow. It's yeah. and like Justin said, it, it's it's fun to look at, but it still was part of the race. And I, I, I don't really like it when they they take out parts that you know, like detours. They, they just take them out. They could have the shown a lot less of Sh- Sherry struggling, and they could have yeah. just yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And edited one less better. commercial too. Yeah, well, they got <laughs> CBS got to get that money. Um, right. All right. What if, what if what if I know you? I, I don't. I know y'all want to move on, but what if like yeah. I'm just looking at Akbar because he's a coach. You know, he's the type of guy that's coached mm-hmm. most of his life, and you know, he knows that his wife is this Division One athlete. Maybe when they got back and they knew that they could train, maybe this was like a buildup of like, he's been trying to coach her into like training more, but she's, you know, helping the kids or she's doing certain things. And he's like, I'm telling you, you're going to need to do this. And it was like retaliation of all the time off that like, Hey, I I told you, you're going to have to do this better than what we did before. You know, something like that. It it could have been like, you still can't lose your cool. Like you're saying, James, they had 19 months. You you have that conversation after the pit stop. Like Mm -hmm. you did your four little feet to that pit stop, Matt, and then you can have whatever conversation you want. And I'm fine with that. Like you did those four feet to the mat. Yeah, and again, he should be able to be a, a Division One athlete. But what was that twenty some odd years ago? Yeah, right. but you can't I mean, rely on that. Was playing in the NFL twenty years ago, what they look like now? Right, you can't exactly. rely on that. But they know what it takes to get to be in prime right. physical and shape. They, they know what it takes. It. They didn't do exactly. it exactly. That that's came, what pissed they me they off. Both came back looking exactly the same from nineteen months earlier. Again, yes. I, I'm not trying to knock them on that standpoint. Like it's COVID, they have families. I did it. The thing that drove me up the wall with that, given that, that, that they they looked so defeated and they were halfway they were halfway through the leg. Yeah. But James Earl, let's just say you're a doctor, you're COVID, you just got canceled for the Amazing Race, and now you have months and months and months to do a couple sit ups while you're working, or, or I don't know, eat a salad. I, and, I don't know what it is you do, but you're not going to do something. And they had six to weeks. Keep yourself in shape. They also had six weeks' notice from the time that they were told they were going to be on the show. Yeah, so if nothing you know, else, you had six weeks to get in the best shape of your life. Which six weeks you can totally tra- transform your body in six weeks. I could, yeah, I could, I could train for a marathon in six weeks. In fact, it's a six-week training schedule to run most marathons. Yeah, fi- professional so, fighters I mean, six why? weeks is like. There's no, Joey, there's no excuse for it. Joey, take your shirt off. I want to see this marathon. <laughs> 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 yeah. no. Don't tempt him. He will. No, yeah. it's not. It's, it's a hairy mess. By neglect. Let's see if this deal's got some chest hair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, teams must drive themselves. Raquel is upset that there is no stick shift, and so am I. Uh, Michael and Mo were the first to get to the clue box, but went the wrong way. Uh, eventually came back to the clue box where uh, Natalie and Natalia were just picking up their clues. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, oh, Mo. and Mo. and if you if you watch the bonus footage again, the um they left the clue the detour clue they dropped it 
and they when they got well, to the detour when they got to the detour they didn't have their clue so they didn't know what they were supposed to do. shut up <laughs> yeah they didn't have it and, that dry. that's crazy and the extra sh- the extra sheet that has all that information it looked like one of those things you slapped on the wall uh in london like it was tore up and like all scraggly i'm like what are they doing with their clues <laughs> like it looked like he ate it and i'm to take it out of his mouth and redo it like my thing is like just put it directly into your fanny pack yeah every time the same thing you read it right into the fanny pack read it into the fanny pack every single time make it a habit boom read it fanny pack read it fanny and you have the biggest fanny pack yeah they do they said do not lose your passport i mean they let you know because they've had people lose their passport or something like that oh yeah passport and clues that was my speaking of fanny packs speaking of fanny packs connie when she took her backpack off and she was carrying just the fanny pack all I could think about was her fanny. Like, I bet I mean, you, man. You <laughs> love it. It's it was, great to see I mean, that you're still I'm loving your about, wife. That's what. That's why we have Elijah Rock right now. I'm just <laughs> oh, he couldn't wait to get home. He was like, yeah, let's give it a try. What is the time? Okay. All right. Sequester? I don't care. Send me to Sequester. I got plenty we, of time. We did, some, we did some guerrilla warfare. This is a, a PG-13, right? This is a PG-13. You good. Right, you so, good. So... At pit stops, you know, we're we're in rooms beside people. We were trying to be as loud as we possibly could. Keeping you up. And that was going to the bathroom. That's the guerrilla warfare. We're trying like they can't do this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Mike and Mo. If you hear Mike and Mo, you know there's a problem. Uh, all right. (laughs) Poor little Mo. Uh uh, <laughs> so uh big mike is scared of spiders and snakes and you learned that in the bonus footage as well all this bonus footage is uh actually on youtube and if you're out of the country it's on um paramount plus now so you could check it out on paramount plus as well uh the detour was punch it or toss it and i 100 would have took punch it I-, I was a boy scout and leather working was one of the merit badges i got every tool that they used the belt that they used i've worked with that that would have been such a great <laughs> task for us yeah. You kept your hat from it too. <laughs> <laughs> My little boy scout hat. <laughs> so they basically either had to learn a choreographed flag tossing routine or put a story together along a belt, um, which was just you know attention to detail. It had to be certain distances apart, and that was a much easier task. But the problem was getting to and from the tasks is where teams had the biggest problem. I, I don't know if it would have been a bad decision because on all the detours before we were on. I felt like we made the correct decision on all of them. We chose the faster detour every time. And I think we would have chose punch it as well. So yeah, you said that sure. when we watched the yeah. show, we would have chose punch it. Cause I thought I was knocking something out. And I'm like, let's yeah, go. Let's go. I, go bars, I go to those bars all the time and try to break those records. And come down. <laughs> uh, when you're watching it, it seemed like that one was the slower one, but that one was only the slower one because teams got lost on the way there. But well, it was also the two teams that had a speed bump too, right? Right. The, the speed bump was after we the detour. Really know. Yeah. The speed bump was after the detour. Uh, and that was confirmed by Natalia. Um, so Kim and Pan, who this should have been right up their alley, wound up like struggling a little bit on this one. And the, they struggled one time they had it, but Kim gave up. And here's a clue. Here's something for any races, future races on a judge tasks. Never stop, stop yourself. Don't stop it. That's literally what was wrong with me and mom in Paris. And you hear me tell her like, just, just mumble words, just yeah. say syllables. Mm-hmm. There's still, um, the, still the human element involved. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yes. They don't have like pay, playback 
and all this stuff there it's the human element like they might be like you know what that was that was pretty good you know and yeah. let's move on yeah and, and their accents blue. their accents trying yeah. to do french stuff with the southern accent like that was almost impossible for them to do like to get it as good as other people like so they know they were going to be a little more lenient with you guys and your mom kept stopping i was like no oh, stop. I know. eventually I was like stop just keep talking just say words so kim, <laughs> so, like, if you're kim ever stopped it, don't yeah. stop yeah kim stopped james, herself james is a perfectionist you can tell though that's the he's a doctor man precision man I precision am. I would be terrifying in a final lead. I want you to know that. Listen, and I, I've, I've said this. I've said this a dozen times. I was never scared of Josh and Tanner. The only team I was—I was never scared of Kelsey and Joey. The only team I was ever scared of was Denise and James Earl because I thought James Earl was the only person who was smarter than me on the race. And that's—I want how- you to know. I, I don't know if I've ever told you this, Justin. You know when they brought us back to the states before your final lead, they tried the final challenges, the memory challenges. You're the reason I lost. Up. Yeah. They made it with me, mom, Shackatat. Um, so the four of us had to do those challenges. And I did the both memory challenges in like 60 seconds. Literally, like I did both in 60 seconds. And then the next quickest one was Rick, and he took like 10 or 11 minutes. Yeah. What, is, what is your strategy to, to remember that type of stuff? It's just natural photographic. I just, part of it's natural. Nerd. <laughs> part of it's natural. And then like, I just, I, if I've ever done something once, I can remember it for a long time. And, and it was flags both college, times. Well, it's flads and capitals. And like in college, I played this online game where you had to do like flads and capitals and country shapes. And I've just remained retained a lot of it. See, it's good stuff. And we what knew. What did you do in college? Oh my God. It's Joey. like a quizzo, man. Most it's people, like quizzo. Most people did, I don't know, bongs and get, I don't know, beer stands. I can still do that too, Joey. I can have a lot. <laughs> I don't know, man. Life. He was in med school, bro. Okay. And then I'm doing like <laughs> cake always stands. always in med school when he goes undergrad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, attention to detail here, uh, was just a little bit of punch it. Uh, those teams kind of sailed through. The difference was Mike and Mo saw Arun and Natalia doing the story in one direction and they knew that they were going in the opposite direction. So one of them was definitely going to be wrong. I don't, mm, if you're not a hundred percent sure, I don't know the strategy there. Go ahead. Wasn't there a belt right there? That it didn't have the same that? ones on it though. It did different. No, story. but it, it, it had... It was a different story. No, it did have the same ones because he compared them. No, he and it was ones that's hanging. A, that's a trick one. The ones hanging were the extra belts that if they lost them, they were going to use those belts. And the one that he compared it to was not the same one that he was working on in front of him. I said the same thing. Why don't you just go and look at it? But the one he was working on was actually a different one. I went back and looked. Okay. All right. Fair. Yeah. So I, I listen. No, I, I was like curious in the extra clues and the extra information that it was all muddled and muddy and torn up and had it in there. Well, it did. L- listen, they told the story and the story was easy to follow. Like, you know, there was a yeah. cow and the, the, the sun and you find the goat and the, it was easy to follow, but they just didn't understand which direction. And I know maybe it said in the bonus, in the bonus, which way to start, whether it was buckle end first or belt end first, but I've always started at buckle end. I wouldn't I would start at a buckle too. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it just makes yeah. more sense. Buckles the beginning of the belt. That's the way a belt is <laughs> buckles the beginning. I don't know. Yeah. It goes around. Yeah. It makes sense to me. It was six pieces. It was only six pieces. So get it in. And they only had to be a certain distance apart. So I don't know. But the choreography, this is where Ryan and Dusty, they they didn't think they were going to get it. They were intimidated by Kim and Penn. And then they were like, should we switch? And I was like, wow. And that shows you right there. That shows you right there that these teams know Penn and Kim are better than what you think. Did you, mm-hmm. Do you yeah. see that? And that show is, is clear evidence that like, they're good at this stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it also shows you they're not focused because they're worrying about another team. Mm-hmm. Yes, true. But they actually stuck. Or, Go ahead. 
or they were or they were concentrating on his calves from running up <laughs> like james that could have been an easy you know we could have thrown a, a u-turn for james if he was behind his calves the whole time <laughs> seriously right i was distracted the whole time <laughs> he actually knows the names of the muscles in there he's like oh look at the ligaments in them <laughs> you even work with ligaments uh uh, so Vine and Dusty actually nail it and they get it ahead of Kim and Penn who took three tries to get it. But that was also pretty impressive. Um, the judges were pretty lenient. Very lenient. Yeah. Judges okay. were pretty lenient. The, the thing that I was like is the teams were not in sync and the teams were like messing up almost along, like didn't go under and hit themselves. And it was, some teams were really fast. Other teams were just really going super slow. Didn't really seem to matter too much. It was really lenient. Judges. It was almost like a mini roadblock. Yeah, like it both it was two like, individual ones, right? Yeah, like there's two individuals, and they just had to do it kind of, kind of at the same time. Yeah, the only ones who did it in sync were obviously Lulu and Lala. Like they were like perfectly in sync, like they were actually like cheerleaders who, who twirled the batons. Yeah, they were. Like, they, well, they literally do everything together. Like it's, I thought they made the most drastic change from the beginning, before pre-COVID, you know, and then after. COVID, I thought they made the biggest adjustments. I thought that they've improved greatly. I think they worked on their shape and yeah, you know, physically they they're high. the only team that I noticed look different. Penn looks a lot younger, uh, to be honest. I don't know if they did it's something. Botox. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's the haircut too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he had a young haircut. He looks a lot younger, and he was a little skinnier. Um, uh, but yeah, other than that, everybody else kind of looked looked the same. No, Lulu and Lala are definitely the most improved so far. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so judges, uh, Sheree and Akbar, are still having the same issues. They still have the same arguments. They still doing that, you know, Akbar saying the same things. You got to get it up off the floor. And then she's like, shut up. I thought you wasn't going to tell me to shut up. Well, you deserve to shut up. Like, so they're having the same exact fights that they had in the first couple episodes. <laughs> still having the same ones. If, uh, I, if my eyebrow raises real big, my wife's got her hand right on my eyebrow. They're going to we'll be right back. I'm, I'm boom, listening boom, to boom, you boom. guys, but I'm not hearing you. I'm not hearing you. It's like white man can't jump right now. I'm like, well, I, don't, don't uh, make any gorilla noises if you happen to go off screen all right we'll have to mute them you know what i mean <laughs> so, again so here's my thing with hot bar and sherry i don't really care if you want to fuss at each other during it we can go back to Britton scott and i was the first proponent for Britton scott way back during their season yeah because Britt the whole time bitched the entire time every mm -hmm. word out of her mouth was a bitch 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 she just kept pushing through like she kept like moving stuff she kept like she was trucking the thing through vietnam like crying and moaning the whole time but she was still moving yeah i feel like akbar and sheree get in their heads and slow down and get frustrated and you can yell at each other but keep spinning that flag just keep moving that flag figuring out while you're yelling like just keep doing it absolutely all right, so the speed bump here was uh, two. They had to go cabbage bowling, so they thought they were going to be rolling cabbages and knocking things down. But you had to get into a life-size cabbage. One teammate got into it, and there's nothing you couldn't see it. I'll I'll put the picture up on the screen in a second. You could when you when you get into it, you couldn't see it, so you had to be uh, told which direction to go by your teammate. So you, and the teammate doesn't even know if you're facing forward or backward because they can't see through the cabbage and you had to knock down hay bales. Um, team said it took anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes. This looks like something that would have been really fun uh, yeah, to see. Totally. And so yeah, I was, I was, they just bought, unless they just killed it, which, you know, it doesn't seem like it was that difficult. Like you said, 10, 15 minutes, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. It looked cool. I was like, man, this giant cabbages, why not? You know? Absolutely. And I'm going to try to pop it up here. Um, so, 
Arun and Natalia crushed it. Uh, Mike and Mo crushed it. Uh, it's funny because Mike, the big dude, got inside the cabbage while Mo was like <laughs> telling him which ways to go. And I, I thought that you know, Mike Mike would have been the the guy leading it because you know a big two hundred seventy pound six six dude like in the cabbage rolling around. It's probably why they didn't air it because it didn't look like a real cabbage then because if Mike's in it, his head's <laughs> out. He's saying it was a, like and they couldn't change it, you know. So yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the advantage. Uh yeah, I can't pop it. That would have probably been a cooler part of the detour than like the buckle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like the buckle could like, have been the speed bump. It a little more challenger, so it's a little more even between the two sides. That would have been a cool half of a detour. Yeah, and make the buckle the 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 roadblock. Uh, I'll pop it up later. It, it's not working right now. But uh, there's uh, Mike and Mo Rune and Talia. The big problem with that though, it was easy, but both teams got really lost going to this farm because this farm was in the middle of nowhere. And when you got to this, like it was a single lane road with no people around, no houses around, no nothing. So if you went in the wrong direction on these single lane roads, there was really like you had to go like miles before you can actually like find a place to turn around. Um, so they both got really lost. Uh, and they were obviously two teams, no matter what was going to happen, if you get lost there, you're the two teams fighting for last place. So they both. Uh, you know what it almost reminded me of, Justin? You remember when we had to go up to the, the bimodal planes and it was like the middle of the countryside? And oh, my you God. Which way you're going? Yeah. That's what this whole lead reminded me of. And it's tough when there's no one around. Yeah. Because like, you're just like going up to random people's houses and knocking to me like, hey, I, I got a camera guy here. <laughs> you could trust me. I'm not going to just can you get me some way help? And it's weird when you're in the middle of the country. Yeah. Speak on something that's kind of cool. I don't know if you remember this, but I brought something to the production that they've never been asked before. And I was like, oh, shoot, y'all never been asked that? Hey, you know how you get money on every leg? Well, mm. you can build up money as you go. Right. We had an abundance of money one time. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to I'm gonna buy someone's cell phone. I'm going to buy something off somebody right now oh. just for the race. And uh, they were like, I don't know if you could do that. But they, they had to ask. You can. And they had to come back. They're like, we've never heard this before, but we're going to say no. But I'm like. If you're allowed to do that, could you imagine having a cell phone on like the last leg or something like that? You can. To get away? I mean, that would be a huge advantage. It's but not a technically against the rules. You're right. It's not exactly. So I, I was I almost oof, real close. Any, any, anything you acquire along the, the, the race, you can use to trade for other things. Um, so like the money that you have, if you're going to use leg money and you want to buy a cell phone, then go for it. Like you're allowed to do that um, uh, for any future well, racers. Well, it looks like they just said no. They told, they told, they them told no. us no. We would have done it. They told it. They, it, it I, took they a had while. to make a rule, though. Like, that's definitely yeah. not in the rules you signed. Yeah. It wasn't exactly. the rules we signed. Yeah. Now that I think about and it. And other contestants have borrowed a phone and mailed it back. Somebody borrowed a phone on the final leg of uh, a season and I wind up mailing it back to the what people. They that? never showed that probably in that. They probably edited it out, though. They, that had to be a long time ago, Justin. Somebody in chat will know. I, I Off the top of my head, I'm going to say... Justin, I 16, thought you knew everything. I, I know. Right I, there's 33 <laughs> seasons. I can't tell you which season it happened, but it definitely happened. And uh, <laughs> all right, there's a picture of the big cabbage on the screen here, and you can see Mo is next to the cabbage, and he he had to stand next to it and say, you know, go forward, go forward, left, right, and you know, then knock down hay bales. So. um this is when uh, Route Info is going to take it to the pit stop here. Teams must drive themselves to the Market Gasse Altala Satan and check in. See, that's easy to say. And for coming in first place, Ryan and Dusty won by a couple minutes. They were like, because you could see in the same shot, Kim and Penn come up on the mat while they're still there. 
uh, $2,500 each, which is probably enough to pay for the taxes for the trip they want. Um, <laughs> for, for anybody who doesn't know. I was, to be honest with you, I was a little lower than any other time. I mean, I've seen $5,000, I've seen $7,500, i have even seen 10000 I've never and to buy an airplane to do the race, so they're probably cutting back a little bit. The, well, we won, we won twenty five hundred each in one leg, so yeah. We, like, what leg was that, Justin? Fourteen legs. That's the, yeah. We won because we won sixty six thousand, and it was from well, that was in that was like uh, no thirty six six thirty six thousand. We won from from Fitbit. They gave us thirty six thousand, and then need twenty five thousand for second in place. So. And that, that's 56. So then, then we'd want another 5,000. So 2,500 each uh, for one leg. Um, and and $15,000 went to his mic, people. Um, <laughs> no, I, 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 I would say uh, of the 66,000, uh, about 36,000 of that went to taxes uh, between the, yeah. the cash legs and paying for the... Because uh, <laughs> when people say you win a free trip, it's not a free trip, ladies and gentlemen. It's a, uh, a right to pay taxes for those... $30,000 trips, uh, $20,000 trips that like, who's going to take a $20,000 trip? Like, but, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, Tom and I got all cash for our legs wins. Lucky. I'm yeah. and I just got a trip and you can't train them in for cash. Uh, you can, you either take the trip or you don't. That's it. If you take the trip, you pay taxes on it. If you don't, then it just goes to waste. Well, how much taxes are they going to cost Kim and Penn to go to Cape Cod? You can give me your family members. Cause me and my mom gave ours to one of my cousins. They, but they have to pay the taxes on it. Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They made James pay the taxes. <laughs> yeah, you paid the taxes. On it. <laughs> so they came in first place. Um, uh, Kim and Pan in second, uh, and then the same thing. There was a foot race between Raquel and Kayla, Lulu and Lala. So seconds separate third and fourth, and then the clear back of the pack teams with Akbar, Sherry, Arun, and Natalia, and Mike and Mo. Um, so we do have a clear like top two, a clear middle two, and a clear bottom two, as far as I'm concerned here, unless something 100%. something dramatic yeah, changes. Totally. And again, Lulu. I, I and hate Lala, that because there was, was like you said the 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 middle, the upper middle kind of got taken out. Spencer and us. I felt like we were definitely there. It would have made the race a little more interesting too going forward. I think. Absolutely. You know, not to piss anybody off. Connie's just like in our eyes. Oh, yeah. just in our eyes. <laughs> That's why. I mean, I, I'm gonna be confident. And I thought the. I thought we had and a little bit. And rate two, as, as dysfunctional as they were, their average was not awful. No. I do think they would have been eliminated no. by like Leipzig 7 8. Yeah. But they, you know, I, I feel like you have some definite. I feel like there's a very clear top three. Mm-hmm. Before I saw this sled, I feel like there's Lou and Lala may sneak, it, may sneak in there now, but it's a very clear top. Yeah. Uh, and Diana's in chat. She said it was India where we won the money. Um, I want to hear. I want to hear everybody before we move on. And so I just got an image. I want to hear everybody's top three going forward right now. Oh, right that now was, it's easy. It's so easy. It's simple. Ryan and Dusty, Kim and Penn, clear one and two. And I think the third team is going to be unanimous as well for uh, Raquel and Kayla. Yeah, agreed. Definitely, definitely. That's the final three. Like that's the final three all day. Unless I, something crazy happens, which could. Lou and La- Lou I mean, and that's La- that's pretty hard. That's pretty hard to argue. I mean. That's, that's, what think, that's what we say. Yeah, that's what we would say yeah. too. Who would say who'd be the fourth team and how let's go forward? That the other female one. female team. Lulu and Lala. This is that New York thing again. I mean, there's only five teams, teams left. I think, right? are, I think they're the most approved, but I think the dark horses would be Iran and Natalia. I think. I think not having they'll a speed. They'll see them making. No, they, they, they'll they, see actually, them making they, some They can't. They can't find their way across the street. They just no. can't. They have, Getting they from point. Sense of direction there at all. 
Getting from point A to B has eliminated more teams than anything else ever in the history of the race. Getting from point A to point B, and they're terrible at that, so they have no they have no chance. Yeah. All right. So next week they got a long ass staircase to climb, and Mister Calf Muscles is having cramps, so uh, having issues with his big old calves. Uh, maybe that's an issue there. We'll see. And then there's a throw. Yeah. How is this lead not a non-elimination lead? BT Dubs. I know, right? We have six teams left going into <clears throat> lead five. Yeah, I think this leg coming up is a non-elimination leg or a keep on racing leg. Let's be honest. Of the next, what? Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Of the next six legs, unless four. there are less than three teams in the finale, four of them are going to be non-elims. Yeah. For the record, we could eliminate a team every single leg, and we wouldn't make it to 12 legs. That's <laughs> and I'm point. saying there's one team running at 11 that comes in last as their first. So what they could do is keep on racing legs. I, I, instead of nine on limbs, they'll just do keep on racings, which I think they'll yeah, do. Yeah, but it's the same thing, Justin. Kind of, yeah. But it, okay, it, it, it is. That's fine. It, it is, because when it, we finished second, it was no advantage at all. We came in first. We didn't get no advantage either. We didn't get no prize, no advantage. Yeah. So it was just like a regular, just keep going. Like, like I know, but you still get considered last. People still say, like, I came in last, me and Justin, uh, not Justin, uh, Krista and Tiffany and yeah. – um, oh, my God. I can't think of Team Texas right now. Uh, Josh and Tanner, goodness. Yeah. Like, we still came in last. Even though they're continued, they're continued legs. Like, Lulu and Lala still came in last on a leg. Now, they kept going, but, like, oh they came in last. <laughs> I'm just watching Justin look at the chat. Joey just said he wants to bang my wife in chat, but thanks. Um, no, I said I was trying to help. Uh-huh, help what? She's, she said I got oh, baby fever. She, she, said, she got Connie. She got baby fever. She says I got Connie. baby I got baby fever oh, looking nice at boy. Connie and Sam, and you're like, I want to help. What does that mean? That means you are going to help. I swear to anyway, I can't. I just, I'm just saying. Connie's hand, she just raised her hand up. I'm telling you, but it grazed me again. Oh. <laughs> All right, so I'm there is. not to hate love. You want, you want, a, you want a non-Joey hates love moment? Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> help, help me help you. Help me I'm help you. I'm concerned we're about to have like an OnlyFans moment with Connie right? and Sam. Right? Like, <laughs> you're, gonna, you're, gonna you're just going to see the camera fall down and just <laughs> <laughs> run along. And that's James Earl's camera. And then uh, nine months later, there's going to be another baby coming in. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you're going to see something just... just come up in the camera <laughs> oh. this is this is going to be the the highest rated highest watched episode ever of races recap uh a th- so you're going to get a throwback of season 14 if you guys don't know go watch season 14 there's going to be the same exact bungee jump off that long ass dam that sherry's going to have to do so it's going to be a bungee God jump. bless her good God luck bless her and that's probably one that akbar can't do because there is definitely a weight limit for bungee jumping. So this is one that probably she had no option but to do. So when teams are like, oh, my God, they're letting her do another heights challenge. I don't I <laughs> think probably what, I agree. Yeah, yeah. That's probably exactly I think he's a little too heavy for that one because he's yeah, a big boy. So I will down. say, too, the funny thing is, if that is a roadblock, we don't know if it's a roadblock and it's like that isn't a roadblock or not. If it is. Sherry has done three roadblocks. Akbar's one. Like, God bless mm. Sherry. She's a trooper. <laughs> but if they stay in it, it's an advantage if Akbar is athletic on a certain event that yeah. you know, could push him forward. It could help him get Totally fair. It's 100% the, fair. It's the that, sec- is, that is one way to do it. The second highest bungee jump in the world, by the way. Um, 70 stories high. Is, is what What's I the would highest? Do, I would, I would do a butt slap naked. I swear. It's in you. Australia, the highest one. I don't, I don't know. It's the one in Australia. I forgot the name of it. That I mean, they've done on Sam, the race. that would definitely bring the ratings up. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's the human a human jump rope. Might <laughs> 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 touch bottom, they might not. Have to <laughs> so, 
I also saw that the name of the episode following this one, so I think they're going to stay in Switzerland again. Uh, it's called Say Cheese, and Phil has said multiple times his favorite uh, task ever in the history of the Amazing Race is the cheese carrying one, where teams had to carry a block of cheese down the hill, and everybody yes. bust their ass and Busted fell and broke all that. So I think that's going to be another like uh, throwback in the, in, the, in the episode following next week. So I'm really looking That'd forward to cool. that. That'd be really cool. Yeah, we'll see how that one goes. All right, so here's a couple things from bonus footages or uh, other shows that I've watched. Uh, Sequester the first time was in Portugal, which Portugal's been uh, a few times now. Uh, teams did not... All right, so teams didn't know what countries they were going to. When you got on the private plane, it's not like going on a commercial plane where you know exactly what country you're going to and you could do research. You're in the airport and you're sitting there and you could do research on the countries. You could talk to people. You could borrow cell phones and laptops and do research. Teams could not do that, which is a disadvantage for Kim and Penn, who I think would have really took advantage of that. Um, Your clues don't always tell you what country you're going to. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, some of the times it just says, like, go to town. Go to Switzerland. Well, it, well, it says it, like go to Nachlinschwergen. Right. And if you okay. don't have a phone to look up Nachlinschwergen, you don't know what country it's in. It could be in <laughs> Liechtenstein. You know what I mean? Like, uh, we, 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 <laughs> <laughs> we reference like names you could call your significant other down here. I don't know how many times on the show today. Not like, <laughs> Oh, you're nuts. And when you're flying private, there's nobody on the plane that you can ask for advice uh, or questions or things uh, you can ask. So that's flying private. You also lost that ability. Um, I wonder, are they on the same plane as like Elise and Bertram? Oh, yeah. Are they like four rows behind Elise? Well, I, I well, there, there is, I'm sure there's like a first class section where it's like, don't talk to me section. <laughs> <laughs> Very much agreed. So. <laughs> it's like leave me alone. No, actually, Bertram flies ahead of everybody. Uh, so he was at like he was in uh, in the Arctic Circle when they were um, when they shut he's the race down. He's a cool down. dude too, man. Oh, he's That's awesome. Like, uh, but he's, he's still on like he's still on the lead. He was like yelling at all of us with the little hat challenge in Africa. Like he still does stuff on him, the lead. I think they should show him every leg somehow, some way, like Marvel comic movies. You know, like where's Waldo? Yes. <laughs> like putting, that, how amazing would that be going forward? Like, I, I think that would be really cool because he's the, you know, yeah, Bertram's a really, he's an interesting guy. Yeah, I love he's it. A he's a really interesting guy. I, I love him. I actually texted him for a uh, a reference because I was looking to move to Amsterdam. So I texted him, I'm like, can I use you as a reference? Because I'm, I'm not Amsterdam. I'm looking to move to uh, the Netherlands. Can I use you as a reference? He was like, uh, okay. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> That's cool. And there is no and town with that name in Liechtenstein, by the way. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks, uh, Logan. I appreciate that. <laughs> Logan's in here, so uh, give us some bonus points. I'm so mad I can't see this chat. Is it on Facebook? It, it's on. Uh, it's on YouTube, uh, where we're broadcasting. Okay. It's also on races. If you just go to racesrecap.com, you can see it there. It, that'll take you right to the, the YouTube page. Uh, Kim runs the race just like me. She takes notes on everything. She studied the race. She has spreadsheets. I am. I have, I have no doubt in my mind that they're, they're going to win this race. Uh, Sam. Okay, Sam. Yeah. Sam, let's talk about let, let, Connie. All right, we'll, we'll talk about this in a second, uh, and we'll get into the questions that everybody has. Awards, let's go. Uh, my super fan move, I'll give it to you right away. Ryan and Dusty train in Denver uh, for altitudes. Uh, one of the only teams to ever in the history of the race do that. 
to train uh, at high altitudes for altitude training, and it, it definitely paid off. There was an unaired super fan move that I'm going to give to Kim for taking notes on step by step directions while she's in a bus, so she knows when she gets back in the car. That was unaired, so I can't really technically give it to her, but um, she was taking notes of step by step directions on how to drive backwards. So that two super fan moves right there. Um, Joey, what do you got for us? Joey's hate. Joey hates love relationship advice. <laughs> Arun and Natalia. Natalia, don't listen to your father anymore. Exactly. She has to take control of that relationship because she's she's just she says a lot more than he does. He's more reactionary, or actually, he's not reactionary at all when she says something. She has to take more control over that. She has to be the alpha. Akbar and Sherry, <sighs> train wreck. Kim and Penn, this is what I was talking about earlier. When they restarted the race, I don't know if you all noticed this, but Penn looked down and he grabbed Kim's hand and he held it just until the start of the race. I saw that, and Justin, I equate that with your nose thing for Leo and Alana. I thought it was awesome. I said, these two are dialed in. They're ready to go. They have this together. So don't change a thing, those two. Raquel and Kayla, same thing. They dialed in together and Ryan and Dusty. I mean, they're all, everyone's doing, everyone's doing great. It's just our, Natalia has to take control of that relationship yeah. and then she can get in the rest of them. Everyone else is like, they seem locked in. And yeah. Kim said a few, you, know, you remember when you didn't like Kim and Pim? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I do. And, and, and shame on me. And I'm the first one to admit it. I suck at those things. And then, and the more I watch them, I, I keep seeing Tara and I, because I had goofy grayish hair going on, but I wasn't such a nerd as Penn was. Penn, but don't let Penn fool you. I'm trying to tell you, Penn does like muscle ups on the regular. Oh, like, dude, did you see how fast he was did. running down that damn mountain? That yeah, dude did oh, not yeah, care was, about his ankles. He was. Thing, a, <laughs> what did you all say about? Over. Remember, remember what you all said about me, Justin? And like, <laughs> oh, I'm old. I'm just nobody. I'm this. And then all of a sudden, you found out I ran 20 marathons. I, you know, did all this other stuff. But and and no one knew that. But I look kind of like a big goofball too. That's what everyone said. Like even my my castmates were like, "Ah, oh, you're just kind of a big goofball." I was so non-threatening to everybody, and then me and Tara just put it together, kind of like like Tara was the one taking all the notes, and I was just yeah. I was drinking beer. I, I told yeah, you, guys, you're like six three though. You're a big I never, dude. I never slashed y'all, Joey. Thank you, James Earl. I appreciate that. Justin did though. I definitely did. Oh yeah, I loved it. I, I, I loved understand. It. There's more than just the physical threat in this race. Absolutely. Oh yeah, and I, nobody I looked at me. And, nobody looked at me and Diana and like, "Oh, there's a physical threats." Like, <laughs> not yeah. on our season, no way. I mean, I went right to the finale. I kept, I'm like, "There's no way these two are gonna win." What Diana I would love to do, is, this geek. What I would love to do is do like a um a top ten most athletic teams, top ten, you know, the smartest teams. Like, have like different levels, and then every and you guys put it together. I think it'd be really cool. You can do that. And the only rule is you okay. cannot put yourself on the charts if you make the charts because Justin would literally put himself top. Oh, he put himself yeah, number one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not everything. I'm definitely not physically the best, best but mentally, yeah. Best there's nobody looking, more prepared than I was. Best looking, Justin. Absolutely. Um, no, I, I got called. I said I had – listen, people wrote that I had man boobs on, on the show, so there was no way that I – like, I, I can't there, argue with there's that. There's a diff of the man boobs. Yeah, so you started taking estrogen blockers and stuff? No, I still got man boobs. <laughs> I, it's something that runs in my family, and I've never had a big chest. But uh, it's something that if I ever go back on the show, you better believe that you are going to see. It. 
if I ever get invited back on, I am going to have a six pack and ain't nobody going to say anything about me. Man, but I will still be the most right. mentally prepared team. I want you to know I'm going to closet this guy and write it in my little notes. So then whenever he does get bad, I'm going to put that clip and then him running down the beach in like a little speedo with <laughs> my man boobs jumping up and down. But, but, you know, luckily for me, everybody was checking out Diana's boobs instead of mine. I promise you, I'm not bringing a bait. If we get to go back, I'm not bringing a bait, sir. I'm wearing a banana hammock. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you got for your for your rewards there, James Earl? My little sealer clap of the week. Yes. Oh, it's going to go to Ryan and Dusty when they freaking knocked out the Flabrew team. Like you would not yes. think the alpha, alpha male male team is going to go in and crush that crush that challenge and they did it made me so happy well they yeah they definitely they're a physical proud team when you look at them they're like definitely the physical team but the mental team is kim and pen and the choreographed team you think would be kim and pen but they went in there and impressed a lot of people definitely all right so if you guys don't know uh, connie and sam's full story there i actually just watched before coming on i didn't see their cnn um the little CNN clip that they they had where Sam was a new coach. He was taking over a team that was 1-10, in 10, and within two years he won the first state title in 60 years, which is an awesome story. But the whole, the real, more of the story with the Brahim, I mean, you know you mentioned it and you talk about it a bunch on the show, but, you know, Brahim's mom died when he was five, and he was bouncing around from house to house, and he couldn't play football because he didn't get the grades. So he was told he couldn't play football. And that's that's a time in somebody's life, like, for somebody like him, I'm getting emotional. But for somebody like him, that's when everything could change for the worse. When the thing that you love is taken away from you. Like, the only thing that you love, or the only thing that you're good at, the only thing you're passionate about is taken away from you. That's when you turn to, like, violence. That's when you turn to gangs. That's when you turn to, like, things that can really destroy your life. And Sam and Connie literally changed this kid's life and it's it's an incredible like little special to watch just google the cnn crying? i can't Jesus help it I, I wear my emotions on my sleeve man and that's a that's a great thing you don't change that man they you know you can i cry my <laughs> wife picks on me because i'll watch a good movie or something i'll be teary-eyed every time i go to church i get cry so it, when your emotions are moved to tears it shows you're a passionate guy you can use that to so many advantage in your life and and, and a little backstory on this, you know, Brahim was about, what was he, about 9,500 pounds or so when he, you know, it's not like it's, uh, you know, everybody says, oh, it's like the movie on um, Blindside. I'm like, well, no, Brahim's not six seven three hundred fifty 350 pounds. <laughs> hey, you want to come live with me? You know, that type of deal. It's, uh, he was so tiny. He was a tiny, but his heart was made of gold. Like, he was in my class first block, and it wasn't that he wasn't intelligent enough to get good grades. You have to be in school enough to get the grades like you had there's certain uh, attendance requirements well he was showing up to my class in weightlifting constantly all the time um you can bring the baby here if you want to they might want to oh i want to see the baby hey they want yeah, yeah. you, want to, you can get, do it after do you mind i don't if you don't want to i don't no no, to. no 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 that's it's no problem we just we we knew the whole show we couldn't do it so with my mom and uh my bonus father um we're watching the baby but um so, Brahim, to get back to that that story, this is a kind of a cool thing. Um, so, he's in class. I'm, I'm After school, we're having after-school workouts. We're trying to get better. We're trying to get this program together. And he would always ask me. He was the most apologetic kid when he would come in. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I was like, Brahim, you got to get here, dude. What's the deal, man? And, you know, I'll try to be the coach and, like, hard, but love him at the same time. And then every day he would stay. He Once he got to school, he was great. 
And uh, so he would stay with me afterwards and he was like, can you take me to work? Can you take me here? Can you take me there? And eventually about a month into it, I knew it was something going on in his life, but he, he's so prideful in a way he would not tell you. Like he would never say, here's the little warrior right here. Look. Oh my oh, goodness. Yeah. Little Look at all that hair. Jesus. So cute. Well, we put the hair oh, on him so he looks like me. This is not real hair. This it's is just uh, a toupee. He's, a he's got more hair than my one-year-old. <laughs> oh, he is so cute. Yeah, he's a stoic. Yeah, he grunts a little bit. You want to grunt for him? He's a grunter. Yeah, he's a grunter. But uh, Raheem, you know, he's our first son that we had. And uh, he's a junior at West Point right now. This is one of their shirts that they wore for the Army-Navy game. But when I, I my wife is the, the rock star because we had a two- and three-year-old daughter at the time at the um when we were living at the other house and i was like baby is it okay if we bring him over for dinner and i told him i was like i told her that i don't know his situation really but i'm telling you it's something unique i said it's not it can't be good and i love this because she's like yeah bring him bring him on i knew personally that i was trying to bring him home for for permanent she didn't know that at the time but i knew he was such a great kid his heart was made of gold that he's such an appreciative kid that she would fall in love with him. And I just kudos to her because not many people know, and I'm just going to say, talk a little bit about you. My, my, my wife lost her mother when she was like two years old. She just packed up shop and left her. Oh. And then she didn't have a great relationship with her dad. So Brahim, you know, he has a father in his life. He don't look at me as a father. He looks at me as coach and it, he loves me and I love him. But he really looks at Connie as a mother. And it is a special bond between them two. And, you know, I just kind of get in the way sometimes, but I'm just kudos to her to be able to do something Absolutely. because it's very difficult having a two and three year old daughter at home and, um, and to be able to bring yeah, it. I mean, I just remember at the time, you know, it's, it's, you're taking in a, a teenage boy, you have no idea what's, what's happening, but, you know, when you meet him, you, you know, you can see his heart and that was truly, I think what. We, what I saw and we saw and he just fit in perfectly so I, I couldn't you know you hear about this and he's so attached to him and he just grew with our family I mean yeah he's I mean he's still with us yeah. and uh, when he comes home for Christmas this is his home yeah. and spring and, break uh, he's still yeah. here and he's like, I'm just so proud of him because we might be I keep telling I keep pushing him because he's got this little girlfriend now and I'm like hey man she's a good looking finally, girl yeah brought a girl yeah and he finally and he he knows I'm like too into his life so he won't tell me he to won't the tell end him he tells all everybody else but me and I'm like that comment Brahim you, you forget who that gonna love you first brother <laughs> and um and it's kind of cool but I'm like man we might be like young grandparents one day I'd be like I'm gonna be a stud granddaddy you know, I'm, gonna to come up, so I'm, I'm, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be called my granddad name I'm going to go ahead and take you on the show. It's going to be Bobby. They're going to be, they're going to call me Bobby. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Pappy. Yeah. That's, that is, that's awesome, man. You, to, he went from, from when you took him in, became a straight A student, became an awesome big brother. He found faith in God and he went on to get a scholarship at West Point, which has an 11% acceptance rate. Just like, it's just an incredible story and it's not over. Like he's going to go on to do great there, things. 50% of the people don't make it. People don't know that, but 50% in the first two years, you know, you have to make it to your junior year. Last fun fact about Brahim, and I promise you I'll be quiet because I just love this kid so much. No, no he's all good, man. He helped, us, he helped us win a state championship at a place 
after we we both left that school afterwards um try to move closer to the house that we moved into and some other situations a new principal came in you don't always work well with but um he played his entire career a quarterback legally blind he doesn't see out of one of his eyes and no one knows that that's how great he is I mean, that dude is a stud. You we know try to saying? put contacts in his eyes. It won't he, fit. Yeah, yeah. They, they, the cornea is too. Bye. I love you, mom. I love y'all. Oh. But yeah, he wouldn't wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah, wow. it's kind of that's that just shows you it was it was divine intervention to help us win and to help him. I mean, those kids needed that. I mean, you should see the championship rings that they have. It, it was an amazing thing. If you don't, if you haven't seen the CNN story, it's Google. a really good one. Oh, the best awesome. story, in my opinion, is CBN. If you look up the CBN story, that's mm-hmm. the one where we get to really show you who we really are. Because, you know, CNN is not going to talk about our our faith that much, you right. know, which is fine. But, you know, that CBN really went in detail of how our lives are. Now. I'll definitely check that out. All right. Uh, but I know we're running late. But I'm going to run a couple questions by that people have asked. Um, Connie and Connie and Sam, did you receive any time credit on leg one? Was there any any uh, cameraman uh, issues or issues that you guys had a wind up getting? Yeah. Yes, we did. Okay. Yeah. That's I, I, kind of, I mean, it's happened in the past. Like if a cameraman's got to take a shit, you get a time credit. Like if a cameraman uh, needs to change his batteries, you get a time credit. There's, there's a lot of. Well, it was because we were told we went to um, that station where Digibin was. And so what happened was there was the music on this side, but we went to the right and then we got kicked out of the other station and they were trying to call the cops on us because they're not allowed to have cameras down there. Right. So, for, right. Yeah. So for an hour we're we wanted to go Fighting down there. With each other. We're yeah. just, run, we're we're just, just running and circling around there above the station. And then finally somebody came to us and said, what's going on? Yeah. You know, from the, from the producers, they were like, what's, what's going on? We're like, well, we got kicked out of the station. We, you know, we don't know where this thing is. Did is? And they, she was just like, if you want to go down there, you can go down there. And we were like, no way. Yeah. So that's, that was the that's, second time I, we got our hand slapped. You know, I, I did hear about that. The cop and then, yeah. So it was, yeah. it was an emotional day for sure. So mm-hmm. like it showed us at that race that we we're like, oh, they're like, you know, they're so, so I promise you we're better than what we were. On the first we race, we were an hour behind everybody because when we got taxi. To the taxi yeah. right from the gig. Oh, no, we understand the edits. All you know that, edits. but like the general population, necessarily yeah. one of, they look at me like I'm a daggone idiot. They don't know that, like, you don't <laughs> see the guy with the hat? When you're on you a know, show like, with Joey, you, know, you never look like the idiot, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I just give you a compliment in chat, too, you big jerk. I can't read everything, no, dude. Uh, like, Joey, how much stuff do you have to write down on the race when you were trying to communicate to English speaking people? Did you have to, like, <laughs> write down notes and say, read this. And then no, because Tara spoke, like Tara spoke four languages. I just sat there with. <laughs> <laughs> you you. So she oh, yeah. had to be on this podcast. To be Tara honest. had to do bad surgery after the race. Cause she just carried Joe. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> How aware of COVID were you before you started the first, uh, first time? Was it, was it even a, a thing in America at all? Like, was it something that you knew about at all? I mean, yes. I don't, I don't I, think I'm not a big It was early. Yeah. I, know, I don't want to piss somebody off right here, but like, you know, going back on the race, I think you had to get vaccinated. I would have put I would have put an Aaron Rodgers and had a fake vaccination. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into that. I want to get political here. You know? I have no problem with that, Sam. Oh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> Any, you with me, Joey? 
Any <laughs> any locations that uh, you guys really wanted to go to? Uh, was there like a prime location that you wish you you would have gotten a chance to go to? No, I mean, I like cold weather, so like the Arctic Circle, anything. You guys crazy. were actually going the damn Arctic Circle, too. Yeah, no, and something yeah. like that, I would have, I would have loved it. You know, just breathe in the cold air and let the dragon breath come out. Oh, they, they see the dragon for real. Then I would have liked that. What about you? I don't know. I mean, just on this last episode, I wish that we would have went there just because it was just so beautiful. Yeah. Germany, Germany, I think would have been a, a nice thing. In both of our, I lived know, in Germany. So yeah, and it is a beautiful country. I would like that because most of my family's from Germany. Griner, you know that weird name that y'all see um, if you research that. But yeah, they're from Germany, so I would like to see that. That'd have been cool um, if we would have went to any Asian countries. She can speak fifteen different languages. Damn, would, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh damn, <laughs> I was, that yeah, might be the most like, ever on the Amazing Race. You're in my top two now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Two more questions and we're out of here. Uh, is there anything that you wish would have been portrayed differently with your edit? No. Okay. Um, no, I think that they, they, they portrayed as fine. I mean, I think going back on the show, they would have liked this a little more, like, because our relationship, like I said, grew. Um, I know it's hard to say, well, you've been married. Well, when you go through the no, struggle. I didn't like him that, during the race. <laughs> she didn't like, during the race, she did not, did like, not she like him. Found out, she didn't found like out she didn't like me after the race. You know what I'm saying? I was uh, yeah, she, she was. That's true. Uh, <laughs> last question. If uh, if they said that, hey, uh, we know that Connie is pregnant, uh, but you could still come back on the race, which member of one of the other teams that couldn't come back would you have wanted to race with? Uh, me and oh. Spencer, me and Spencer, were gonna race together. Nice. And that would have been a. Uh, a lot of teams said that would have been unfair, and I think that's why it didn't happen. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. that, that would have been a good team. I don't know. Definitely. I don't know why they would have said that, but you know, I understand. Definitely. Yeah. No. No. That that's an interesting thing, and I think I think there's been buzz about that. That's why that question came up. Well. We really, really appreciate you joining us, and thank you so much for bringing little Elijah on. And I love the little nugget; he's so cute. And yeah, it's kind of it's ironic too because the last Aww. the last thing we said on that show, um, and if you go to like the Those YouTube videos, so I was like, man, that's a heck of a rock. I always say you got to be built upon a rock. Well, that's Elijah Rock right there. He was kind of built upon that foundation of us building a trust between one another, and it has a biblical feel to it too because you know you got to have strong enough faith built upon a rock to grow, and so. He's named Rock. I'm hoping he's good enough in sports. I'm gonna call him Rock. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm a, he got to be good enough. I, and last thing, and I promise I'll let you go. And we we got the longest podcast ever in history. Sorry. Um, that when he was born, they let me play Eye the Tiger. They didn't let you do that. Connie was like, okay. <laughs> she was drugged up. I didn't ask I didn't ask her until she could think of He just said dead. Dead dead. He's like, what's going on? I promise you moved it. Uh all right, guys. Uh Joey. Uh James Earl, anything? Bye. Yeah. All right. Great. Uh, we know this is a blast. I had a blast. It was so good to meet y'all. I pleasure. really hope to see y'all on the race again one day. Next season. Oh, yes. If you ever you. want us to come back and, and just say, hey, absolutely. Know, we love this. This was fantastic. It was yeah. a lot of fun. You're Thank part you. of the family now, and that's not going to change. 
And every one of you, thank you so much for watching. Thanks for hanging with us. We know time is the most valuable thing that you have. And for you to spend any of it with us means the world to me. And uh, I, I hope that we entertained you. I hope we gave you what you want. I love being able to talk about my favorite show with some of my favorite people. Have a good yeah. one. Thank you. Ciao, everyone. Charlie, come Bye.